Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be with Mark Van Wy. Mark, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Seth. Well, you are up to some cool stuff in the world. Tell all of our listeners and our viewers what you're up to. I have the good fortune to be the CEO of Zoom Room Dog Training. And um, our motto is we don't train dogs, we train the people who love them. And we've been experiencing some terrific growth and success and uh, ready to make Zoom Room absolutely synonymous with dog training. Awesome. How? Let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get into the dog training business in the first place? Through bipeds, through little kids. Um, my background's in teaching and developing large-scale national education programs for kids. And when I began to see what it was that made a program successful, um, a lot of it is the participation of the caregiver, just the time they spend together, positive reinforcement. And frankly, the kids who were really breakout success had dogs at home. I realized I could accomplish a lot more with dogs by that pivot than with all the red tape in the education world and saw there was a real opportunity where no one had really done something like that to change up how dog training is done. So what's wrong, for lack of a better term, with dog training the way it has been? It's been seen as a very simple like checklist. Like, you know, you get a new kid, you get a dog, like boom, boom, boom. And when it comes to your children, you know, this is ongoing. If it comes to your own thing, it, you know, if I said, hey, Seth, next Wednesday, I go to yoga, I graduate, and then I know yoga, it would sound ridiculous. Or if I were learning Mandarin or anything, these are lifelong pursuits. It's something where you needed to be, have the repetition, something where you can go back to the gym over and over again. So Zoom Room is an indoor dog training gym and a place where you play and you learn and the offerings are diverse enough and really emphasizing the social because that's frankly the other thing. People don't want a well-trained dog. They may think they do, but people actually want a social dog, a dog that's you can take to work with you, that you can take to the pub, take hiking, go to the Apple store. And you don't really get that by lots of drills. So through Zoom Room, you do learn training but always in the company of other people, other dogs. And you get a dog that's just a blast to be around and can really be part of your life, your family life, and you're part of a community. That's incredible. When did you start Zoom Room? 2007 was its first birth. Uh, we started franchising very shortly after that, developed it to be a franchise 
because the whole idea, I mean, like the work I did with Boys and Girls Club, it was, you know, this is millions of kids, locations everywhere. It's not like bespoke for each one. And they're being run by people who don't have masters in education. So something where I or anyone else doesn't have to be there, but this is repeatable, scalable infinitely to any place where you've got people that want to get together with each other and have dogs, which is most of everywhere. Absolutely. How many locations are you up to now? I think right now, today, we're at 53 or 54. We'll hit 60 by the end of this year. We have our uh, our first Manhattan location opening in Chelsea, which is pretty exciting. Um, and we've got another 80 uh, in the can. In other words, sold, but in the process of um, getting their leases done, their build out, all of that. So we should finish up next year by 200 across at least 31 states. That is absolutely incredible. What do you attribute the growth rate to? I think that it's a model that people, you know, frankly, investors don't wake up and think, hey, I want to look for a dog training thing. Right. People who recognize pet. Pet is huge. It's so hot. There is more merger and acquisition happening in pet than almost any other industry. We know what's been going on in the economy, spending down but not across the board. Healthcare, number one category where people are not cutting back. Pet care, number two. And so the spending is robust. In something like training, there's also tremendous price elasticity. And so I think the savvy people figure out if they can couple their desire for entrepreneurship and a good investment with all the white space Zoom Room has, because we're not, you know, frankly, if you wanted to own all of Miami, you know, all of Denver, we have a lot of territory left despite our growth. So there's a huge room to get in, like getting in early with Orange Theory, that sort of thing is where we are today, um, right before they opened their Chelsea store and and just exploded like crazy. Um, People love their pets. And I think everyone at this point takes it as a given that that is a rock solid investment in whatever's going on in the macro economy. That is absolutely incredible. How have you marketed both the franchise itself, the opportunity, and then how how are you able to help the franchisees get such amazing numbers in terms of marketing the actual location? On the first one, um, I think we have a really healthy balance of about 50% of our leads come from franchise consultant networks. They get here from people who are looking to start a franchise, kind of get a profile of what they're looking for. And they let people know, you know, a Zoom room costs about a third of a dog daycare or a lot of the other things out there. Um, So it's fairly low cost to start one of these. That gets a lot of people interested, not necessarily in just one, but the opportunity to come in and own a whole region. Because that's where in any franchise, you make the real difference. It's when you come in as a multi-unit operator and can just absolutely have that kind of unit density in a metro area. Um, And then the other half comes from organic. And so some of that is people visiting our stores and saying, oh my God, this is great. I want one of these. Or calling their cousin and saying, hey, you know, are there any in XYZ city? Because I just went to this place with my dog. The place was packed. This is so cool. And then people will be online, not necessarily searching like, how do I start a dog training business, but what are the best pet franchises? Or they're looking for dog daycare. They're looking for grooming, the usual suspects. And then they come across us or PR. They read where we were just in Inc. 5000 as one of the, uh, I think, top 40 fastest growing consumer service brands in the country. They'll see us in the press, see pictures, see us on TV, 
So that's about the other half the, of where they come from. That is absolutely incredible. I mean, with how do you manage and how do you lead for that type of growth? We constantly are building up our team and not just adding bodies, but adding best in class. So we identify places where we need a bit of a stretch. I mean, frankly, a year ago, once you are ready to open and uh, are ready to, to, yeah, to build out your place, you know, we need to find you a location with our real estate team. So we brought on one of the top real estate teams in the country, but then you have to build it out, which means architect, contractors. We got the guy who is the head of hospitality for CBRE nationally, Herb, who is just, you know, best in class. He's now full-time with us leading a previously non-existent design and construction department. So he has been able to hit the ground running by bringing on architect firms, uh, you know, contractors working on speeding up permit. That means stores are now opening a lot faster, which means you're collecting on revenue a lot sooner. And they're opening with, uh, you know, lower cost controls, budgeting, all of that. So that's a phenomenal thing. We just uh, brought on new people for really every aspect. So as long as we keep those ratios right and bring in A players in all of our departments, I think that's how we keep up the quality regardless of how big we get. Uh, where'd the name Zoom Room come from? Um, you know, it was, there's this idea called the Zoomies that uh, some people know. And it's when your dog or often puppy, like right before bed, should be just flat out busted, but it's suddenly like racing and zipping around. So that's called the Zoomies. So we really wanted to capture that spirit of energy um, and then kind of harnessing it in a place, in a room, because we are a gym. And uh, one of the things people love us for the most is dog agility, which people love watching on ESPN, um, but they see these, you know, high voltage dogs. And what we really did was democratize that where you can bring in a Great Dane, three-legged dog, teacup chihuahua, old dog, puppy. We have the, the equipment is modifiable, so it's never stressing joints and bones. It really becomes about enhancing the bond between you and your dog because you're wordlessly running the course with your dog and guiding them through it. So it's it's a really dynamic, athletic, kind of sporty environment. And we felt like Zoom Room told it all. That is awesome. With all the success that you've been able to achieve, not just for the business, but for your franchisees, what's your biggest challenge now? You know, frankly, it, it's 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 just it's not one thing. It's all of the little things. So, for example, when the economy changes and so that banks are doing financing differently than they did before, we have to shift and focus to how our franchisees are going to be able to get the funding they were expecting. Um, when there, when one city has uh, a strike going on and build out is a little bit different. Um, but if I had to pick the one thing, it's the same challenge that every brand faces when their baby, you know, McDonald's did at the beginning. There isn't ads on TV. There isn't everyone knows it. It's you're the one McDonald's in town. You're just a burger place and no one knows who you are. So people will fall in love. They will tell their friends, but you don't have that kind of brand recognition. And so helping people have the tools to be able to get known um, and having that unit density really helps within that area. There isn't a way before you are everywhere to approach this nationally. So it's just a series of fronts, one city after another, building up that density, getting the awareness, getting the buzz. We have more five-star reviews than any other trainer. So people love it, but it's just getting known. And uh, that's always the challenge when 
we only have a, just as much weight as we have to throw around. We can't pretend to be bigger than we are. So it's it's an understandable problem, but it's still something we work on every day. Managing a business can be stressful. Managing a business growing as fast as yours. What are some of your best coping strategies for dealing with that emotional roller coaster? For myself personally, it's it's an old chestnut, but walking. Um, I typically don't need to be looking at a screen when I'm in a meeting. And so I like to go on extremely long walks so I can at least do that while I'm in the middle of often days that are just back to back to back calls. That feels very, very good to be out and around. Um, I typically like to work when I'm in front of the computer sitting outdoors. I live in Santa Monica. There's birds and squirrels and rabbits hopping around in the ocean. That feels nice and connected. And uh, making time for my son who's 13 and making sure that he never gets shortchanged by no matter how much work I have, that I'm there for him for all of his activities. Um, that I feel like I've got my work-life balance down pretty well, but it, it is an effort and it's something that you have to be pretty religious about every day. That is awesome. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? The communities that spring up everywhere. Every time we open a new one, it's like getting another birthday all over again, seeing that there's just the recapitulation of every single thing again. All of the people who have never heard of Zoom Room, suddenly one comes to, you know, Sandy Springs, Georgia. One comes to soon Manhattan. One comes to a new town and suddenly it's like, oh my God, did you hear about this new place? You have to check this out. They have toys and treats that I've never seen before for sale. Um, it's really fun. The trainers are awesome. And I like to read the reviews. I like to see the stuff on social media. Um, you know, it's even if, you know, the puppies jumping everywhere, they may be different puppies, but just seeing that spread and new communities of like-minded dog owners, that's really incredibly rewarding. I bet. Well, we know your time is incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you spending some of it with us. For our folks who are interested in Zoom Room for their dogs, where do they go to learn more? For our folks who are interested in Zoom Room as a business opportunity, where do they go to learn more? And where do we go to learn more about all things Mark? <laughs> Zoomroom.com is your one-stop shop. You'll see a franchise information at the top. If you want to skip a step, if you're interested in the business opportunity, it's zoomroom.com slash franchise. Um, all things Mark, I don't know. I'm, I'm here. Come stop by in Santa Monica and say hi. All right. Well, we greatly appreciate your time. This has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with Mark Van Wy. Mark, thanks again for joining us. Thank you, Seth. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. 49 faces look to him in triumph. 
Over the last 12 months, they had each taken turns and promoted his business for a week at a time, driving over $987,342 in revenue. What if you had a network of 50 centers of influence who promoted your business every week for a year? Grab your copy of the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast, at 33% off the Amazon price by going to ultimatepodcastbook.com. Again, that website for 33% off the Amazon price is ultimatepodcastbook.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.